Pandora's box, a box of chocolates Would I know to stay away? What's that? Pandora's box, a box of chocolates Would I eat them anyway? Cause every time I have half a mind to leave you Good evening. It's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. My name is Mike, and Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food and culture that you can check into every Thursday evening at 6.30 on WCBN. On today's show, connections to food and culture and succulent cuisine such as you would find at state fairs. You know what I'm talking about. Beautiful, wonderful cuisine like taco sundaes deep-fried Oreos. I've had deep-fried Oreos, but no taco Sundays. But nonetheless, deep-fried peaches, even better than deep-fried Oreos. We're going to look at the connection today between deep-fried foods and delicious foods at state fairs around the country and musicians who have left this sphere to go to another place where there are probably state fairs up on cloud nine. We're going to look at the connections between those two and let's remember for a moment a man who asked us this question. This is the question you should always ask when you go into a chicken shop.
like to correct my earlier statement. I don't think this song is actually about going into a chicken shop and finding out how funky their chicken is as far as the quality. I think it's a song about dancing. Culturally speaking, I've got a lot to learn, you know, but that's why I do this show, so we can learn together. That was the Jackson 5 and How Funky Is Your Chicken from their third album called Third Album. This is Pandora's Lunchbox and... The genesis for this show was noticing that the Ohio State Fair has begun. The 158th Ohio State Fair opened in Columbus yesterday. And it usually has a butter sculpture of a cow and a calf. Now, butter usually gets my interest. I usually eat them by the stick. But a butter sculpture of a cow and a calf. This time, though, the Ohio State Fair will have not only a butter sculpture of a cow and a calf, but also a butter space shuttle and a butter astronaut. The American Dairy Association says, according to the Associated Press, that the refrigerated display pays tribute to the shuttle program's 30-year legacy. The last space shuttle flight ended with last week's landing of the Atlantis. The work used over 1,500 pounds of butter. That's equivalent to about 6,200 sticks of butter. And, of course, I had to figure out how many calories that is, you know, because... So if you ate this year's Ohio State Fair butter sculpture, you would be ingesting more than 5 million calories. I think they have it under lock and key, though. I think you you just have to look at it through a glass or something, and it's refrigerated, and you don't want to eat that, really. But that's at the Ohio State Fair. Now, this really sent my mind reeling back to a time long, long ago, 2009, in fact, and another butter sculpture at another state fair that also had an outer space theme. You know, thinking about the Ohio State Fair in Columbus with its butter space shuttle and its... Why didn't they use butter to build the space shuttles? I mean, if it was an outer space, it would freeze and it would be really solid. I don't know. But butter space shuttle and butter astronaut in, in, in Ohio. A couple of years ago, Iowa... It's 2009 State Fair. The Iowa State Fair is one of the world's most gigantic. Now, this was in the Associated Press, July 2009, two years ago this month. It went something like this way back when. Plans for a Michael Jackson butter sculpture at the the Iowa State Fair, sorry, are churning up so many comments. (sighs) I didn't write that. I could have, though. I'm bad. Are churning up so many comments that the fair is putting the proposal to an online vote. Officials with the fair, known for its butter cow, you see those butter cows get around, announced days after Michael Jackson's death that they would also display a sculpture of the King of Pop. On Wednesday, this would be still July of 2009, they said they would let the public decide. Fair spokeswoman Lori Chappell said Jackson was to be part of a sculpture commemorating the 40th anniversary of Neil Armstrong's moon landing, but the fair's original announcement only mentioned the superstar known for his moon walk. The plan was to announce the moon landing sculpture closer to the July 20th anniversary, but then Jackson died on June 25th, 2009. The intent from the beginning was the lunar mission, then turned into moonwalk with the untimely death of Michael Jackson. Chapel said that because all the information hadn't been released, some people thought that there wasn't going to be a butter cow, just a butter Jackson. No butter cow at the Iowa State Fair. That's that's like no religion in America. <laughs> So that they were going to have the the butter cow, but they took a vote now about the Michael Jackson, the butter Michael Jackson. This is according to the Sioux City Journal. This is back in 2009. After a week of voting, the results of the Iowa State Fair online poll are in. 
with a margin of 65.24% no to 34.76% yes. Fairgoers have voted down the inclusion of Michael Jackson in the Moonwalk Butter Sculpture planned for the 2009 Iowa State Fair. More than 100,000 votes were cast. Passionate, very passionate voting. Now, it does say, in addition to the the butter jersey cow, a separate sculpture com- celebrated the 40th anniversary of Neil Armstrong's Moonwalk on July 20th, 1969. In honor of Armstrong's giant leap for mankind, the sculpture included an astronaut, an American flag, and a buttery rendition of the surface of the moon. The butter sculptures were on display in a 40-degree cooler in the fair's agriculture building. That's at the Iowa State Fair in 2009. So no butter sculpture for Michael Jackson. No butter sculpture for Michael Jackson. We'll get on to Kurt Cobain in a moment. This will make sense, I think. But first, just to mention, yeah, we're talking about the connection here between state fairs and musicians who have gone beyond to the butter sculpture in the sky. Now, this year, that was 2009, this year, 2011, the Iowa State Fair is holding a special tribute to celebrate 100 years of the butter cow, a proud tradition. But first of all, if the moon, the butter moon, in the State Fair were made of, well, I'm going to have to jump a little uh, over the moon on this one and get to the, the concept of, okay, butter made from milk, cheese made from milk, blue cheese is a kind of cheese. Okay, got it? Pop stars who are no longer with us. Uh, Elvis Presley, help me out here. I'm getting desperate. Blue moon, you, you saw me standing alone without a dream in my heart, without love. Houston, we have a problem. Uh-oh. Oh, uh, 
Houston. Skip to my Lou. Houston. Code name. Skip to my Lou. Skip to my Houston. Houston. Okay. That was would have been Elvis Presley and Blue Moon. And that was delicious. Oh, the CD's got something on it. It's Maybe it's a bit of butter. And that always, you know, when you get butter on your CD, you just have to put it in the dishwasher. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. I'm still Mike. It's still WCBN FM Ann Arbor. And we are exploring the connections between departed pop stars and cuisine from state fairs. And there are so many connections. Now we're going to talk a little bit about, a little more about the Ohio State Fair. Actually, this is going to be, sorry, the New York State Fair. A lot going on here. I can't keep up with my own self. But in the meantime, we were talking a moment ago about the rejection of the Michael Jackson butter sculpture two years ago and its connection to the moon and moon landings and the current moon, or space, I should say, oriented butter sculpture in Ohio. Well, speaking of pop culture and pop stars, this just in from yesterday in the Associated Press in Aberdeen, Washington. Okay, who do we know from Aberdeen, Washington? I think we know who we know from Aberdeen, Washington. The City Council of Aberdeen voted 10 to 1 against a resolution to rename a bridge after the late Nirvana frontman Kurt Cobain. Eight citizens and several council members spoke against renaming the bridge, which is unofficially named after pioneer Alexander Young. KXRO reports the vote against the Cobain, Cobain name drew applause from the audience at yesterday's council meeting. Some people were concerned about memorializing the grunge rock musician because of his drug use, his suicide, and perhaps most importantly, negative comments about his hometown. The council did vote to name a small body of land on the Wishka River, the Copain, Copain, I don't know what's happening here, the Cobain Landing. So, sorry, no butter sculpture for Michael Jackson, no bridge for Kurt Cobain. However, the Wishka River does now have the Cobain Landing, and now you know. Now back to state fair food. In the New York State Fair, there's something new and exciting. Well, it is new, anyway. It's the Donut Burger. The Donut Burger. A food booth in Syracuse, says the Associated Press, will unveil the big Kahuna Donut Burger at this year's New York State Fair. For between 5 and $6, I guess you get to haggle, you can get a quarter-pound burger in between slices of a grilled glazed donut. Add some cheese, bacon, lettuce, tomato, and onion, and you've got a 1,500-calorie meal. New York's fair opens August 25th. If you just tuned in, I should mention, for comparison, okay, 1,500 calories for a donut burger, the big Kahuna donut burger at the New York State Fair. If you eat the butter sculpture at the Ohio State Fair this year, that's more than 5 million calories. Needless to say, donut burgers are low-calorie and extremely good for you. Take it from me. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, and I'm an expert on those sort of things. Now, a lot is happening Aside from the state fairs, the Munger Potato Festival in Munger, Michigan, is happening, in fact, right now and runs through Sunday. So rush off to Munger, Michigan, to the Potato Festival, where Ian Dury, a long-departed pop star, will not be performing. But if he was, he might sing a song like this. He's got his little wife and he's got his little vest. He's got his little party in his hair. 
He's got his little trousers and he's got his little shoes And he wants a bit of Wembley up his you-know-where He's got his little jacket and he's got his little shirt He's got his little motif on his tie He's got his little raincoat and he's got his little hat And he wants a bit of Wembley up his eye yi yi Don't call Harry a human potato Don't call Harry a spud Don't call Harry a walking King Edward Harry's made of flesh and blood He's got his little office and he's got his little chair He's got his little cactus in his pub He's got his little memos and he's got his little job And he wants a bit of Wembley up his you-know-what He's got his little pension and he's got his little plan He's got his little policy in hand He's got his little laptop and he's got his little pen And he wants a bit of Wembley up his Rio brain Don't call Harry a human potato Don't fry Harry tonight Don't give Harry a chip on his shoulder Harry's doing all right Mash it up, mash it up, mash it up, Harry. Mash it up, mash it up, mash it up, Harry. Mash it up, mash it up, mash it up, Harry. Mash it up, mash it up, mash it up, Harry. sing Ian Dury and the Blockheads and mash it up Harry don't put him on a spike he sings because then you'd have to sell him at a 
at a state fair. Harry on a spike. Harry on a stick. I don't know if I want to go there. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, and we're looking at the connections between musicians who have gone to another place where they have butter sculptures in the clouds and the actual food you get at state fairs. If you don't care for New York state fair food, actually, we talked a moment ago about the donut burger, which has only 1,500 calories. Uh, Wisconsin has chocolate-covered bacon on a stick. Now, that is artisan. You can get fried beer in Texas. This is true. In fact, they seriously found a way to keep liquid beer inside of a fried thing of dough in in the Texas State Fair, and they're not telling us why or how, um, but that's the truth. Massachusetts provides fried jelly beans, which is extremely useful, and North Carolina has the coolicle, which are pickles soaked in Kool-Aid. Yes, indeed. Now... Uh, talk, we're going to talk in a moment about the Yale Bologna Festival. That's, that's very important, and we're going to talk about that in just a moment. But speaking of pop culture, you know, an Amy Winehouse butter sculpture would be much appreciated, I think. Just a, just a portrait of Amy Winehouse. Amy Winehouse. I think that would be a good idea. We've got, we could have a Michael Jackson butter sculpture still someday. Maybe Kurt Cobain will get his bridge. Maybe Amy Winehouse will have her butter sculpture. Thank you, Amy. Now, in the meantime... John Trevokas is an advertising man and wordsmith. He was credited with creating the Please Don't Squeeze the Charmin advertising campaign. He has died at the age of 74. He lived in Briarcliff Manor. Trevokas says the image of housewives squeezing fruit in a supermarket inspired the toilet tissue campaign in 1964. He was a junior copywriter at the time. Another man claimed in 2007 that he wrote the slogan, but Advertising Age credits Trevokas. Trevokas, not surprisingly, also wrote poetry, created crossword puzzles, and was town supervisor of Ossining, New York. He worked in advertising until 1994 and retired from government in 2008. Let's remember him, shall we? You know, I don't know if you're—are you too young to remember Please Don't Squeeze the Charmin? Well, you need to look it up on YouTube for your cultural edification and edification. Now, Charlie Walker, a country singer, recorded his own song on a similar theme— but he was talking about something totally different, so there was no need for copyright concerns whatsoever. This has nothing to do with it, but it's a similar theme. A woman named Charmin, S-H-A-R-O, sorry, S-H-A-R-M-O-N, in a bar. That's why I can't spell. Charlie? Shall we? Let's sing a little song, shall we? Come on over to the bar, don't be shy. Let's sing it. This is taking a while. Okay. Well, anyway, there's a song called Don't Squeeze My Charmin by Charlie Walker. This is the truth. And someday I will play that for you. But at the moment, the YouTubes are not playing it. And that's too bad. Don't Squeeze My Charmin by Charlie Walker was a country hit in the mid-60s. And I'm inspired by that. We'll have to play that next week. But speaking of toilet tissue and other important cultural artifacts, what about paper towels? Okay, here's the thing. In Michigan, we have Rosie's Diner. Now, Rosie's history, according to their website, can be dated back to 1946 when it started out as the Silver Dollar Diner in Little Ferry, New Jersey. A fixture on the East Coast, the Silver Dollar Diner was chosen to be featured in a series of classic bounty television commercials featuring Nancy Walker as Rosie the Waitress. In honor of the advertisements, it was renamed Rosie's Diner in the 1970s. It was bought and moved to Rockford, Michigan, where it opened 20 years ago this month, and it's still in business. And speaking of diners on television, in Bryan, Ohio, 
back to Ohio, home of the butter sculpture that has 5 million calories of deliciousness, the sale of a Northwest Ohio diner includes its iconic sign, which would look familiar to fans of the old TV sitcom Alice. The sign outside Lester's Diner in Bryan features a tilted neon coffee cup that says 14-ounce cup and appears to be pouring out a stream of coffee that takes the shape of an arrow. Waiter, my coffee is shaped like an arrow. The Blade newspaper of Toledo reports that the sign inspired the similar one for Mel's Diner on Alice, which aired in 1970s and the 1980s. Lester's aging owners closed the place in May and put it up for sale. The buyers posted a sign outside this week saying the diner would become part of a regional group of Four Seasons restaurants serving American Greek food. Here in Michigan, I believe we call those Coney Islands. Yeah, I think so. So, diners... Toilet paper, paper towels, food from state fairs, it's all connected. We are all connected, and I just want you to know that. Now, one more thought before we go. If you've had state fair envy listening to, about, listening to all of these state fairs in New York and Ohio, well, I don't blame you because the Michigan State Fair was the oldest in the country. It opened in 1849. It last was held in 2009. But this year, during Labor Day, there's going to be a Great Lakes Agricultural Fair, which is going to be kind of like the Michigan State Fair, but agriculture. I mean, there will most likely be cows. I don't know if they'll be made of butter or not, but they may even produce butter. You may be able to see that. I'm just guessing. But this is all going to be at the Pontiac Silver Dome on Labor Day weekend. So fret no more. There will be a Michigan State kind of fair, a fairly Michigan State Fair, fairly so. Well, let's wrap things up. I hope that, Arwolf, you don't mind if I wind up on some Weird Al Yankovic. Would, would that be okay? I think that'd be lovely. Okay, that's good to know. I just wanted to check that out. Now, the reason I'm going to play a little Weird Al is because one more thing to mention is that the Yale Bologna Festival in Yale, Michigan, which we've all been to often, starts tomorrow and runs through Sunday. Part of the Yale Bologna Festival, well, would you believe they serve food with bologna? That's, it's kind of surprising. The town of about 2,000 swells to about 30,000 people. There's going to be uh, a king and queen of bologna, who will be crowned with ring bologna, of course, and prince and princess hot dog. And, of course, there will be bologna sandwiches. Uh, I don't know if there's going to be a giant uh, bologna sculpture of Michael Jackson or Kurt Cobain, but nonetheless. Also at the event is the outhouse race. You have to go to Yale, Michigan for the outhouse race. Says here, one folk involved in it, it's a standard outhouse. It has to be a certain size. It has to have a rider in it and a Sears catalog, and toilet paper, and a corn cob. Okay, one person rides and four others push in a competition to be first at the finish line. This is a fellow named, this is a lady named Barbara Stasek. Yes, indeed. I'm with it. We're in a little country town, and we kind of try to celebrate that as well, she said. I guess an outhouse is one way to remember where we came from, maybe, and to be thankful for what we have. Be thankful for what you had. Asked if there might be any other significance to linking outhouses with bologna, she added, I suppose there could be if you eat enough bologna. Well, on that note, you've been listening to Pandora's Lunchbox. I've been Mike. Arwolf will be here in just a moment to help us to face the music. Thank you for tuning in. Remember our cherished pop stars who have gone to places where butter sculptures are everywhere, flying around with wings of desire, I think. We're going to wind up with a little bit of bologna to celebrate the bologna festival, the bologna sculptures that may or may not be there. This is My Bologna by Weird Al Yankovic. This was before he made all of his huge money. Weird Al Yankovic actually recorded this in a tiled restroom 
a theme here, on the campus of California Polytechnic University in San Luis Obispo. Yes, he was 19 years old when he recorded it, and it shows. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. Thanks for listening. Keep on listening, always. My baloney. WCBN FM Ann Arbor, 88.3 megahertz. It's 7 o'clock. Time for Face the Music. I've had a request for more Rinky Dink Fox Trots, and most of this hour will consist of such. Right now, start with some Cougat. You know what to do. Mm-hmm. 